Spatial is a term that everyone in the XR world is raving about ever since Apple's recent announcement. But today, I'm speaking with Jason Spatial, also known as Jason Harrison, in today's episode. Someone who has long been working and discussing the spatial realm way before it became the cool moniker to have and to talk about. Jason shares his energy and his knowledge about Unity and the XR world and the untapped potential that he's found along his journey and during his tenure. Hello tech friends and thank you for tuning in to Emerging Technologies in Business where we take a deep dive into different technologies that are impacting businesses today and in the very near future. I'm your host Brock Reiney and this podcast is brought to you by Kincannon XR. Let's talk tech. So here I am with the wonderful Jason Harrison, also known as Jason Spatial. Um, Jason, you've been in the XR industry for a while now, and we connected by you opening up your email to review resumes for those that feel stuck. Personally, I thought it was a great thing that you did, but tell me a little bit more why you decided to go this route and what came out of it. Uh, yeah, the short answer is I'm crazy. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the response was amazing. And uh, really, you know, I, I've kind of adopted this mission of of um, really inviting everyone to come in and be a part of the XR industry. Uh, I think it's really easy to look at some of the folks who have been around for a long time. Like there are people who have been doing this for 10, 15, 20 years. And, and a lot of people don't realize that XR has even been a thing for that long. And it wasn't called okay. XR, but the technology is the same. And, and it can feel uninviting when you see people saying, oh yeah, I had the first headset, blah, blah, blah. And you feel like I'll never be like that person. And I don't want people to feel that way. And so I'm really trying to make it, uh, you know, hey, this is a party for all of us. Uh, I've recently started calling it a fast moving, but very long train that you can get on at any time. Yeah. And so um, kind of in a way to help people uh, through that, I wanted to say, hey, I've been looking at resumes for a long time. I've been a software developer. I've been a manager. I've hired and, and all that stuff. Let me look at your resume and give you my thoughts and and see if I can help in any way. Um, it's been really interesting. I have had, I expected a bunch of people who are relatively new to the industry, relatively new to software. Uh, and I did get several of those. Um, overall, I think I ended up in with over 40 people who oh. took me up on that. And I, I think I, I only had it open for a few days, but, um, but I also got very senior level people as well. A couple of folks who actually work at unity sent me their resumes um, I have people who have a number of uh, master's degrees and like all kinds of uh, diversity in the people who said, hey, I'd love it if you would take a look. And and they've been very uh, thankful for the advice and the thoughts that I've shared with them. Um, I am actually at the time we're recording this still working through the list. I finally decided to just pop open a loom, pop up their resume on my screen and talk to them about it with it on my screen. And that's been working out really well. Love it. I love that idea too. And like, what a nice thing to give back to the XR community too. Uh, just being candid, I wasn't in this XR community three years ago. 
everything that I've learned to this point all started from there. And I think it really comes down to that hundred hour rule, right? Yeah. 18 minutes every day, 365 days out of the year, you're going to be more competent than 95% of the human population. Yep. It's all how much time you put into it realistically. Yeah, so you, totally. as a unity certified expert, tell me what has been your biggest failure and your biggest successes <laughs> while working in unity. Um, my, I'll be honest, my biggest failure and it's personal. I, I feel like it. I've let myself down by not staying more committed to it. Um, like you just said, that hundred hours, you can feel like you've gotten somewhere by putting mm -hmm. that initial effort in. And I wish that I had consistently continued to put that effort in so that I could be more capable than I am today. To be honest with you, I, I know there's a lot more that Unity can do that I haven't quite tapped into, even though I am a certified expert. Uh, that only means that I know some things, but I did, certainly don't know them all. Um, and so I think that's one of my biggest failures is just not sticking to it and kind of putting a little bit of that of that energy into it uh, more consistently. Um, but at the same time, it's such a powerful tool that you can have relatively quick successes as well um, by putting in, you know, sort of... Uh, intense effort for short duration you know you kind of i've done a number of game jams and that's kind of very short but intense uh, effort and you come out of that with a thing that people can actually play and that's some of the most enjoyable parts of it for me uh, i actually uh, streamed on twitch for a, a while as well doing unity development and having people come into the chat and and learn things from me is a very uh, very fulfilling uh, feeling for me so um, that's part of the success, I guess, is that I get to share, uh, my, my interest in it, my energy for it and, and help people learn new things as well. I definitely tell you not to beat yourself up, right? There's two different <laughs> types of people in this world. There's givers and takers, right? And takers tend to be the ones who are going to be at that top end echelon and they're only concerned about their own lives, right? They're only concerned about what they're doing. You're not that type of guy. I know I've already met you in person. Like you're, you're a giver. You want everyone to succeed around you and like that's Definitely. a big deal right so don't beat yourself up over the fact <laughs> that you haven't been like the grueling guy that wants to run through the wall for everything unity based like it's good that you give back to this community because you care about what the community looks like in a whole right it's not just about Absolutely. you and that's a big difference jason so and I've seen, like, I've looked at your resume. You, you've worked alongside of Fortune 100 companies. You're an XR technologist, man. And, like, my question for you really is, like, how do you see companies leveraging XR to transform their business processes as of recently, based just on your experience? Man, there is so much. Um, companies are doing are doing a lot of really amazing things. But where where it really is shining right now is in the – Areas where safety is a concern, where costs for travel or office space or things like that are a concern, um, where uh, processes that really need to be followed with precision are concerned. You know, those things really, companies are really finding a great deal of value in being able to uh, create simulated environments to practice those processes, to practice those safety procedures, um, to not put people in jeopardy in, in doing so, um, to save money by not having to send people all over the world for, uh, you know, meeting for product design and things like that and bringing them together. Um, 
And those are all some of the easy, like obvious ones right now that, that you just read about the successes uh, in that a lot right now. Um, where I feel like there's going to be an explosion at, at some point in the near future is going to be in sales processes of, of for companies who have things that um, they already spend time trying to create a visualization for you. Like if you're going to build a house, somebody draws up a plan and right. has to mock up a 3D rendering and show it to you on a 2D piece of paper a lot of times, right? Um there are some more advanced builders and, and other, uh, you know, commercial construction companies who are already embracing the immersive technology to do this too. But I think more and more, we're going to see companies who, um, you know, what I related to is I was around on the, uh, when the internet wasn't a thing yet and then right. it became a thing. And there was a time when businesses said, mm, I don't think I need a website. And then a few years later, every one of them thought they needed to have a website and I think that XR and and probably AR in particular is really going to integrate into business processes in that way where they're saying today, I don't really know how that would work. But when you show them here, I can show you how your product can be placed in your customer's house and help them see how it would fit and how it would feel and, and spatially orient it with their space, how that helps your sales process now, how that makes it easier for people to make a decision and things like that. I think the ability for companies to embrace that is going to explode over the next few years, especially as we get more tools that don't require a programmer to make that a thing. 100%. The more that we get this Apple Vision Pro into everybody else's lives, the more companies are going to realize, oh, crap, if we haven't done this already, we're already like way behind and yeah. it's going to be, I, I agree with you, it's going to be a flood of folks that are going this way. So a question for you. I myself have never dipped my toe into Unity. I've downloaded it. That's as far as I've got. Just being honest with you, it's on my computer right now. <laughs> I'm still an evangelist. I'm still a true believer in XR. But what would you recommend for somebody like me to start to begin creating content in Unity? Unity you know, you can do so many things with it. Uh, we read every day about where it's being used in motion pictures, where it's being used in architecture, where it's being used in the military, etc. Uh, and that can feel very overwhelming. And so um, I generally advise people to kind of pick a niche, pick an area where you want to start. And if that's augmented reality, if that's virtual reality, whatever it is, pick one, because the fundamentals of the engine, the fundamentals of 3D uh, manipulation and things like this are going to translate as you grow and, and, and try new things. But start with one. And frankly, the one I've been recommending the most lately is augmented reality because Unity has a, uh, a what they call a pathway at learn.unity.com. They have an AR pathway that is actually for people who don't even want to code or don't know how to code yet. It uses something called visual scripting, which allows you to drag and drop nodes on your screen and then connect them to each other to create a, a flow of data and information and create augmented reality experiences, including, you know, face filters and, and placing objects in your space and things like this. Um, and it's a complete course essentially that's free uh, wow. and, and gets people started with augmented reality and uh, you deploy that to your Android or iPhone uh, and you can easily get started and learn much of the fundamentals of the engine doing it that way. 
that is super interesting. I had no idea that, that even existed. And, you know, you and I talked at AWE. It was great meeting you in person. And one of the things we were talking about is that it just seems like the tech landscape is consistently evolving, like constantly evolving. One thing uh, about today and in the near future is that this just change is just accelerating, right? It's just getting faster and faster. Definitely, yeah. And with that in mind, how do you personally stay up to date with the latest developments when it comes to XR tech? Are there XR workshops or courses? And I know you have a course of your own. Um, what are the things that you would recommend? Um, first of all, I recommend people just get over the idea of sleeping. That's a waste of time. Um, <laughs> not a requirement. It's just no. recommended, right? It's recommended. Yeah, no, completely <laughs> kidding. Definitely do get your sleep. Uh, and again, you know, with people who um, have a career that isn't necessarily in XR yet, and they're looking for a, a way to get more involved or understand more of it, I think it helps, again, to pick an area of interest. It's very difficult, if not impossible, to keep track of all of the things. Uh, so if it's augmented reality, if it's virtual reality, um, if it's, you know, Apple Vision Pro, whatever it might be, uh, kind of start to pay attention to that news. And frankly, what I have is a number of Google alerts set up for phrases that I think are relevant to that to that sort of thing. And then Google will send me an email once a day or a week, I forget what it is now, um, about any news that relates to those things. So I have them for augmented reality, I have them for mixed reality, virtual reality, et cetera. Um, and that way I don't have to actively go out. I have a little bit of a feed coming into me in that way. Um, I think that, uh, you know, the other thing that I've done recently, and you may have seen this too, is, is joined the VR AR association. So this is just a worldwide association of, of people who are, VR or AR experts, as well as people who are not, and they're trying to understand it more. They're trying to understand how it relates to their business, how it re relates to their lives, etc. Um, and the VR ARA has a number of meetups every week that are free to attend, uh, and they're linked on their website, which is, I, I believe it's thevrara.com. So um, that's another way you can just plug in and kind of see what's going on there. Uh, if you are in an industry, a particular industry, and you're, you're thinking, how does my industry uh, adopt AR or VR? I can almost guarantee you somebody in your industry is talking about that very thing in those meetups. So that's another great way to plug in. Um, yeah, so there's a handful of thoughts that I have about that. Yeah, for sure. In fact, I actually just got back from speaking at a VR ARA event in Nashville where they just had their first live event. And I would highly recommend just what Jason said there. If um, if you're in the XR industry or even just interested in it, see if there's a local chapter around you. In fact, even if there's not, you can go join all these different VRARA meetings and you're going to find like-minded people and everyone wants to talk to you, right? Absolutely. Everyone wants to share yep. knowledge um, because we all started somewhere and someone helped us out along the way. So don't feel like if you walk in the door and you have no idea what you're talking about that you're going to be embarrassed. You won't be. Everyone there is there to help everyone else grow along this XR journey. Yep, absolutely. So, and there's a lot of people who are there who are just like you, brand new, don't know anything, yeah. trying to figure it out. And and uh, so you'll find lots of lots of diversity in there. 100%. Have you uh, seen any sort of like common misconceptions or myths that businesses sometimes have when it comes to 
not only leveraging XR technology, but maybe even integrating XR technology? Do they think that it's going to solve all of their problems? Or how, what have you been seeing so far with the companies you've been working with? Well, I haven't met one yet that thinks it's going to solve all of their problems. I think there's, you know, the companies who are engaging now are the ones who have um, optimistic leaders. You know, they are there saying, we're not sure, but we're going to give it a shot. We're, we're not 100% positive this will return, but we're going to try. Uh, obviously, they've got other metrics that they're putting in place to make sure that that's not a complete foolish gamble. But um, but I think more commonly, it, it, especially when you start to look at companies who are smaller, companies who are what I call homegrown, you know, they've kind of started in one area and never left that area. And that area isn't a high tech area. They're going to be suspicious. They're going to be thinking, ah, I don't know if this is a thing. Kind of like I was saying earlier about about uh, businesses and websites. You know, there was a time when they thought that same thing, like the Internet. Nah, that's not a thing. Right. Uh, and then pretty soon it was. And I think that's probably the biggest thing. And it's understandable completely. You know, technology can be um, frightening. It can, you know, if, if you don't know it, if you don't understand it, it, it can feel foreign. And so it's a very normal reaction to have, uh, which is why I think we as XR professionals have to do a great job of going out and actually demonstrating these things, you know, a lot of times face to face saying, hey, I know this is weird, but check it out. You know, if I, there's a lot of people, a lot of companies in my area that make and build sheds. So I have a backyard. It's a blank slate. If I had a tool that I could walk out there with my, with my iPad and place one of your sheds in my backyard and see what it would look like, like that would help me buy, you know, hundred percent. and yeah. I think these, these guys who build sheds don't necessarily think that way. But if I walk over to them and say, Hey, look, I built this demo. Let's do something with this they would get it. Yeah, that makes total sense. And I think um, every business is slightly different, right? Um, some are adopting XR tech at a higher clip than others. And some of them are facing different business challenges. It's, it does make adopting XR solutions a little bit harder, right? Like you were saying for someone who's building sheds, they may not have that technology budget to be able to see the, for the sure. forest through the trees at the time. They're just thinking like bottom line, bottom line, bottom line. But those types of businesses, they're going to get worn out over time because someone's going to come along and do it better. It's like yep. every sports star always says, there's somebody young that's coming in who's younger, faster, and smarter than me and looking to take my job. So for yep. those companies that aren't leveraging this XR technology, truly, in the next three to five years, you're going to be irrelevant if you don't figure out a way to embrace technology, in my opinion. It, they're going to find their competitors passing them up, for sure. Yep. Um, really, really fast. And and so, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be challenging. You know, a lot of companies today make it on on their reputation, on their network and things like that. And that stuff's great until your competitors can start delivering way faster than you can because they're leveraging technology. Right. And then not only faster, but even cheaper because they're they're leveraging te technology at the level that they're not doing it. Right. Now, Jason, I have to t I have to get your opinion on this because this came out after the fact that we got to meet each other. But what was it, three days after we left AWE, the Apple Vision Pro got announced. And yeah. I really wanted to get your take on it. Being a Unity developer, there's been some swirling questions that I've been hearing in the background about Unreal maybe being uncompatible as of right now. And to be fair, you know, when we first saw the Oculus Rift launch, it came with an Xbox controller. So, you know, <laughs> this isn't the last iteration that we're going to see. But right. I'd love to get your take on it in the compat uh, compatibility sake. Well, 
I think there's there's something we have to keep in mind, and and uh, that is that uh, Tim Sweeney and Tim Cook have been going at it for a little while, right? Yeah. Uh, Unreal <laughs> and Apple have been at each other's throats for a minute, uh, so I don't think there's a uh, uh, a desire to make nice just yet. Um, and the other thing too, to, to, and this is something I do get to address every once in a while because people ask me about unity versus unreal for XR in particular. And, you know, the fact is unity has been a leader. Yes. Unreal is getting better at doing XR things. And they've, of course they can do very high quality VR things and have been for a long time, but as as the broad XR industry is considered, Unity is always one of the first platforms that a new device or a new software platform will adopt. Um, they're almost always the first tool that a that a new device will have an SDK for and things like that. So it's absolutely not unusual for Unity to be the first here. In fact, my first AR applications were using Unity because they made Apple's AR kit library available first. Um, okay. and, and so this is very normal, uh, and, and it's not unusual for unit for unreal to come in later. I think even Microsoft for the HoloLens first started with unity. So it's very normal, but I also think that there's that other factor, which is, you know, the sort of ongoing battles and, and lawsuits and things that, you know, may discourage Apple from adopting unreal in the very near term. Totally makes sense. Final question for you, Jason. Now, I'm a big fan of stop motion skeletons fighting with swords and shields, uh, but I found it hilarious that when we met at AWE that my producer, Matthew, had no idea what the movie Jason and the Argonauts was. But I wanted you to tell me really quickly about your newsletter, which is called Ex-Argonauts. And it was just funny that he didn't have any idea what that meant, and I thought it was great. Because every time when I was a kid I was sick, it seemed like that movie was on TV. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's funny. I find uh people either get it or they don't and it and and then when I have to explain it it's like I told a bad joke, you know. Right, uh, right. And so uh it I've I've been exploring the edges of that for sure, but uh you know, I'm my name is Jason and of course Jason and the Argonauts is is a great uh mythical story. And so for me being a person in the XR field, I felt like this is a perfect combination XR Argonaut. In fact, my wife actually came up with the term, um, and and so I thought, well, this is very clever. Sometimes clever. it's too clever, <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the newsletter is is uh, just a place for me to share my thoughts, share things that I'm finding relevant and valuable to the community, and and again, my community is often people who are looking to either get into the field or who are in it and trying to look how uh, at ways to advance. Um, and so it's a great supportive community uh, with a lot of people who are just trying to figure out how to embrace this opportunity uh, and, and move it along. And lately, I've been talking primarily about uh, my cohort program, which is uh, letsbuildxr.com. Uh, and really, it's it's the same kind of thing. It's a very deliberate community built for people who want to level up in Unity and XR. Um, and, uh, by the time this episode comes out, we'll probably have finished this current cohort and maybe another one. Uh, and so, uh, but so far the feedback has been fantastic. People are loving the positive vibes and, and just the support, uh, that they feel by having a bunch of other people who are, you know, really the goal is to get people together to say, I'm going to commit to making some sort of progress every day, no matter how small it is. Uh, because like you said, if you're making that consistent progress, 
over a period of time, you're going to find yourself leaps and, and bounds ahead of the people who stopped, right? And, or didn't even start or gave up or whatever it is. So there's so much opportunity in this field that I wanted to, again, provide a way to support the people, coach the people who are trying to make it happen. And there's some fantastic projects. People are learning how to use source control, all of these things. And, uh, and so we're having a great time with it. I love it. So you can find Jason Harrison on LinkedIn. Look him up. I definitely recommend um, subscribing to the Xorganauts. And if you haven't had a chance to go look at letsbuildxr.com, I really highly recommend doing so. Jason, was there any other place on social media you wanted to point our audience to? Uh, those are the, the big ones. That, you know, again, you can be, you can find me at jasonspatial.com that will link to all the other things. Um, xorganauts.com is really just a placeholder or a sort of a clever place for the, for the uh, di way for me to define what an Xorganaut is. But yeah, jasonspatial.com is where you'll find me. Let'sbuildxr.com is where you'll find my, my cohort program. Fantastic. Jason, again, thank you so much for being on the show and for sharing your insights with our audience. I do want to take a quick moment to thank our sponsor, Kincannon XR. Uh, the future is XR. And if you're working in the XR world or you're looking to step into the future with XR, Kincannon XR is here to help you bring your XR dreams into reality. So regardless, if you're developing your own XR application or just looking for a helping hand to take an idea to the next level, Kincannon is here to help. You can reach out to Kincannon XR by emailing them at inquiry at kincannonxr.com. And then, of course, you can also find our podcasts on social media as well at ETIB Podcasts. And if you like this episode, if you like Jason, take a quick moment, hit the subscribe button, hit like. Go send an email over to Jason so that you can be part of letsbuildxr.com as well. And then pick on one of these videos that are going to pop up above mine and Jason's head here on YouTube and watch another episode of Emerging Technologies and Business. And with that, I've been your host, Brock Reiney. We're going to talk some more Emerging Tech next time. Bye, everybody.